This week's podcast brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Three cool dudes hanging out talking about music, video games, and sports, and anything else that hits our fancy. Uh, yeah, check them out at www.beefyboys.com or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. If you love their logo, you can buy their merch, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And oh, baby, you know you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us on Twitter at beefy underscore boys and you can find us on instagram at official beefy boys because it is official make us blue check marked keep following us and you can find us on facebook at the beefy boys ladies and gentlemen it's beefy what up heads? welcome to episode 101 of the beefy boys bud club i'm joe and i'm joined here with Vito. what's and just Vito, it's the Joe Vito show, V-Joe, whatever we <laughs> <laughs> called it back in the day. We were just talking on the pre-show. Vito, you've been, uh, you've been a WoW Classic fiend for a while. You and Superfan Tim, man. I know you don't play together, but you're both playing a lot. So what's, why? What has gotten you hooked on an old version of a modern video game? Well, I mean, the like the details of the game are, like, really good. Like, the concepts, the design. And, um, you know, it helps that I actually have somebody to play with because leveling in Classic is boring as shit because it takes so long. Yeah. Uh, but now that I'm, like, level 56, I'm, like, doing the attunements and, and I'm, like, high enough level that, like, the dungeons that I can do to level are also ones that have, like, pre-raid best in slot so like people are actually doing that okay um so is it but yeah oh, just received uh, a text from the man oh. oh yeah um but yeah so like the current meta for leveling i guess is that people buy mage boosts with gold so they have a mage like clear a dungeon for them Okay. And it gives like a shit ton of XP, so nobody actually levels normally anymore. Is that like a level skip potion in 14, or you're like literally just paying a mage? Here's 10 like, gold. Like literally a mage to go kill shit for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is it, I mean, I haven't really been following it, but is it like straight up classic, like with no enhancements? Like, so you got to worry about people stealing your kills for the XP, and yep. you got to loot corpses and. Archer's got to worry about ammo. Jesus. That sounds awful. (laughs) Well, I play a warlock, so I don't have to worry about any of that shit. You still got to worry about XP stealers, though. Wait, XP stealers? Yeah, whoever gets the last shot and takes all the XP. That's the way it was in Classic. No. No? It's whoever gets the first shot tags the mob. Oh. But that person gets all the XP? Yeah, unless you're partied with them. Mm. You don't get anything from that it, so you sense. wouldn't. Basically, as soon as it turns gray, you don't want to attack it anymore. If somebody else hit it, I see. I see. I like the fourteen system. If you attack the monster, you get the XP. That's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and the and rewards like nobody out in the world, so I haven't had to worry about that because everybody's either level 60 or power leveling through mm. the, the gold they make on their max level character. 
I see. Yeah, it would only yeah, appeal to the hardest of the hardcore, I suppose. Although it's funny that both you and Tim are playing it. Well, it's actually, like, not hardcore to play this game. You just have to have friends. Because, mm. mm. like, if, if, you don't, if you don't have friends, it sucks to play because, like, you can't just, like, solo through everything, mm. like, super easily. I but see. if you if you even have like one friend, leveling becomes twice as easy or tw- tw- uh, two times easier. You know. I see. I see. Kind of a thing. That makes sense. And my friend has a guild, so like, I'm uh, and <laughs> and th- there's only like one or two warlocks in the guild, and they're all fully geared. So <laughs> he keeps linking linking me every week that I'm not level sixty. He keeps linking me the uh, the fucking warlock best in slots that keep dropping. Oh. <laughs> I, see. I I I will admit I'm only familiar with WoW classes from Hearthstone. So what's the difference between a warlock and a mage? The warlock is no, that's the shaman. I'm thinking. So ma- mage totems. uses uh, frost, arcane, and fire. Okay. And warlocks uh, summon demons and okay. so um, class. That's use like fire, uh, affliction. So like curses and stuff and uh, destruction, oh. which is like shadow fire. So like an evil mage, as opposed to yeah, a mage which would be someone who's studied at the kind of like how a necromancer is like a an yeah. undead version of a mage. Uh, warlock is a demon version of a mage. Okay, I see a demonic mage. I see basically. I see. I see. I see. I see. Are you into uh, the lore, like the deep mm-hmm. Warcraft lore? Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not super deep, especially especially in the first few expansions. But um, as as the game has progressed, they've been getting more and more um, fleshed out in their lore. Yeah, like I said, my only exposure was uh, uh, Hearthstone, which really doesn't have much lore in it at all. Yeah. No. It's like the shits and giggles version. Well, the only... I, I remember there's a character named Jaina Proudmore because I'm like, it's a really stupid name. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, Warcraft has silly names, so... What's that? I mean, Warcraft has silly names. I mean, they all so. do, right? It's like super fantasy names. They all you know? do. I guess that's not true, actually. I've been playing a lot of... um. Uh, Legend uh, Tra- Trails of Cold Steel. It's like it was like a Vita series. It's hyper anime, but like it's. Uh, I finished the first one and started the second one. And the thing I really like about it is like it's straight up like a quadrology. Like you got to play all four games in sequence. Like the f- I finished the first game and I'm like, all right, this was like the end of a first season of anime. Like I, it, there's such a cliffhanger here. Like I have to start the next one right away. Right. And it just picks up exactly where it left off. So really, it's like four parts of a huge game. Anyway, it's like this hyper-anime game, but all the characters have very traditional European names. It's almost off-putting, you know? Oh. Like Sarah and, you know. <laughs> the main character, Sarah Valenstein. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> We're playing a lot of that. Oh, I did have an interesting event this weekend. Oh, uh, actually, I have a question for you Vito yeah I don't know if I asked you this question yet so actually I have two questions for you first question if 
Is it is there a stereotype of men in their mid thirties ish that they like birds? Is that a stereotype of white men? Not that I know of, but I'm a, I'm also a white guy, so <laughs> fair. Okay, because. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll see like a cool bird on the porch, and then I'll get really mad at myself. Like, no, it's such a stereotype to think birds are so think certain birds are cool birds, all right? But we do get we had a Stellar's Jay out there the other day, and my cat really wanted to get to it. <laughs> it's almost taunting her. <laughs> anyway, I mean, there are cooler birds, cool birds like. That like crows and ravens and shit are cool, but pigeons are fucking dumb looking. Crows and ravens are such basic birds, though. You see those every day, you know? Crows, robins, sparrows, those little things. I'm talking about like the cool birds, you know? Like in my yard, we have a California scrub jay, we have a Stella's jay, and we have a woodpecker, all right? Those are all cool birds. <laughs> meh. I mean, what? the blue jay is cool, but the other two are meh. They're both blue jays. There's two blue jays, man. Or the woodpecker. I don't know fucking shit about birds. Dude. They're cool. Well, the I woodpecker. The blue jays look cool. Uh, have you seen the California scrub jay? It's pretty cool looking. I'm not sure. It's also blue. It's more like a light blue and has like a like. I don't know what you call that. That like looks like it's shimmering gold thing that birds have. It has that on its tail. I have no idea. Yeah, I have to ask my bird people. Where's my other middle-aged, or, no, I keep calling myself middle-aged, I'm 35, it's not even close. <laughs> Why don't we know, what is that age group called, right? Because, like, young adult is clearly in your 20s, and middle-aged is, like, 45, 50, so then what is that 30 to 35, what do you call, just an adult? Like, <laughs> it's really yeah. boring, you know? Uh, just a working adult. So where are my other working adults, you know? Like, I remember when I was a kid, so, like, my parents were relatively young when I was born. Well, my dad was, like, 30, but my mom was, like, 22, something like that. Yeah, they were young. So, I remember, I distinctly remember when my dad got into birds, and I'm like, you're such a dork, dad. I'll never get into birds, and then I did. But my dad, my dad was so into birds. <laughs> so, okay, we grew up, I grew up in the, uh, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. We were basically hillbillies. It's where the term comes from, like the kind of places I live. Like the coolest mm -hmm. thing to do on the weekends was like go hunting with your dad, you know? Anyway, we lived there till I was about 12. And then my dad, my parents got divorced when I was like seven. So my dad bought the house when we moved out and he moved back in, you know? It was kind of, it was kind of, so it was kind of weird, but whatever. <laughs> he lived in this house and we like literally the Appalachian Mountains were behind our house. And like our nearest neighbor was like a quarter mile away. Like it was straight up, the country, right? He put bird feeders everywhere, but the squirrels would get into them. So what he would do, he bought like three airsoft guns and he'd just sit on his porch and shoot the squirrels out of the tree. And he didn't, he didn't want to kill them because he was like a nice guy. So he bought the, like the ones that are designed for like target shooting that like don't hurt you. They've like rounded snub noses or whatever, instead of like the pest control ones that have like pointy noses. Right. So <laughs> he would shoot these squirrels and they would be stunned and they'd fall out of the tree, but they wouldn't be hurt at all. And so mm -hmm. they just kind of look around like, what the fuck was that? And then they'd run away. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to do, Dad. It's like, I got to keep the squirrels out of the bird feeders, man. It's for the birds. Like, all right, Dad. <laughs> we used to make the joke that my dad was like Randy Marsh. Because he would get really into stuff for short amounts of time, you know. I mean, I feel like that's just an ADD thing. Yeah, 
I don't know. <laughs> like he got really into birds and then he got really into woodworking for a while where like all the fr- he like custom made all the furniture in his house like the end tables and stuff which was cool but kind of sucked when he got different furniture because it didn't fit anymore <laughs> it had been like perfectly measured <laughs> he's a character shout out to dads <clears throat> shout out to dads anyways where is it going with it? oh i didn't even ask you my other question and tell you my story um Okay, so we got flu shots this weekend because Iris' mom's been nagging us. And Nice. I got mine like a month ago. Yeah. Well, Ara doesn't like to go early because she's always worried about the validity. She wants to make sure it wor- they don't have to change it, you know, which is a thing that happens sometimes. Anyway, my question for you as a medical professional in training is how important is it for young, healthy adults to get their flu shots? Now, I know that this is a unique situation, but I haven't gotten a flu shot in like 10 years before this year. So um, it's extremely important because even if you don't show symptoms, you could still carry it. Okay. That's fair. I didn't think about yeah. that. See, yeah, my stations are mostly for herd immunity more right. than like making sure young people stay alive. What they were telling me and this, this advice might've changed. This might've just been a one year thing, but I distinctly remember being told as a young college student that it wasn't that important. In fact, I should save the flu shots for the vulnerable population because if they run out, it's the people they don't want vaccinated are people like me, a 19-year-old kid, you know. So, <clears throat> but I didn't think about that herd immunity and carrier situation. Yeah, and um, also they, they usually don't, they usually don't run out. Cause yeah. Most people don't all come in at the same exact time kind of thing, and they also prepare for it because that's mean, their job. Well, these days, I bet there's a sizable part of the population that doesn't even believe in flu shots. So, you know. Yeah, insane. that too. It's insane. You know, only 60% of the population wears masks regularly. 60%. It's a scary number. Yeah. I don't want to go down this political train again. Although, I guess the election is on Tuesday, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so despondent if Biden loses, buddy. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. I mean, we're already planning on moving out of the country, so. If where are you gonna go? Well, I, I mean, it's like more like a five-year plan. Oh, so okay. In, in general, we're planning on getting the fuck out of here, but like. <laughs> Do you have a destination in mind? So we don't have to like worry about it. We're thinking Iceland. Oh, right now, because cool our place. friends um, also want to go to Iceland, so we can kind of all go together. How do you sleep? What? Do you sleep well? Because the day-night cycle in Iceland is so fucked, it can really mess you up with your sleep schedule. That's the only thing um, I Because it's in the Arctic well, Circle. I, I stay up better at night, so oh. I I might actually have better sleep there. I don't know. And are either of you prone to seasonal affective disorder? Because, like, literally you won't see... Well, I mean, the, it's overblown. It's not... Because, like, I've been to the Arctic Circle. It's not like the sun isn't up for every hour of the day for six months and then gone every hour for the next six, right? It's more like there's a week where the sun never sets and there's a week where it never rises. But even when it's never rising, sometimes it's peaking above the horizon, you know? It's not like it's pitch black. <laughs> but still, right. it can fuck you up, <laughs> for sure. 
it's really off-putting to be like stumbling out of a bar at 2 a.m. and you get hit with like bright sunlight. Like this is <laughs> a weird experience, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but you're such you both such homebodies anyway. Just get some blackout mm-hmm. curtains, you won't even notice. Yep. <clears throat> That's cool. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> That's the other problem is that like literally every place is close to Americans right now. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not gonna be able to go anywhere anytime soon. This virus is out of of control. All the bullshit. Out of control. And um, going to France for citizenship since I uh, um. Yeah, I um, I qualify. I qualify for French citizenship. You do, mom. Oh, yeah. Do you have? Are you a dual citizen? Do you have French citizenship? Uh, I haven't. I hadn't worked on it yet. Mm. So, I I didn't think about it until like recently. Mm. <laughs> I see. And so, um, I just have to do some paperwork, yeah. and uh, basically prove my mom was French. I see. And then, uh, <coughs> then we can move to France, and uh, I can bring my wife. And then, if my my, my wife lives there for uh, several years with me, then we can give get her for citizenship through marriage as well. Oh, there you go. There and then you go. we can uh, go to Iceland as EU citizens. Oh, they have a whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sneezing it up in here. Yeah, I took four years of French in high school, so hopefully I can remember any of it when I start <laughs> studying up again. The only thing I only thing I remember from French class is that French pigs say nuf nuf. They don't say oink. So there you go. <laughs> to be fair, that that sounds more like what pigs actually. Yeah, that, that's like. their more. I mean, they make both those sounds, but that's their more common sound. Is the nuf 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 nuf. Yeah. nuf. The oink is like I'm scared. That's like saying that a yeah. horse only whinnies. I mean, I guess horses only neigh when they're scared too. Mm-hmm. Or that a Watch kitten, a whinny. cat only hisses. Watch I guess. Would be the better. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyways, uh, you were saying uh. something about something probably. No, I was just sneezing it up. Oh yeah, my story. I even forgot to tell my story again. We went out. Yeah, we went out to get flu shots yesterday. And it was Halloween, and the nearest place that did it was the Safeway Pharmacy. So we got our flu shots from a woman dressed as a cartoon witch. <laughs> oh, just a little off-putting. Like, you walk up to the pharmacy counter, and the pharmacy tech was dressed as, like, a flapper. I'm like, okay, I get that it's Halloween, but, like, it's just kind of an odd job to wear a costume to. And she's like, all right, finally got your insurance, throw it, come in. It's just, like, this big floppy cartoon witch hat. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> don't turn me into a frog, witch. Oh. Good times, but it was actually pretty easy. We, I mean, we were going to do it at Bartels, but they wanted you to make an appointment. So we just walked into Safeway, like, as the pharmacy opened. We were the first ones in line. We actually did a Halloween. We had our lights out, and we had, like, a little table with, like, individually packaged um Oh, nice. Things. Did you get any takers? We did, actually, yeah. We walked and, around uh, because uh, we, we around 7, we 
took a lap around the neighborhood because it was a full moon on Halloween. It was blue moon on Halloween. Yeah. So we wanted to we see saw it. that. And we saw like one family doing trick-or-treating, but we didn't see any kids. Of course, it was probably too late. I think the kids trick-or-treat at like 3 p.m. these days. Well, the sun's well, we, still we up. had some from like 7 to 9 well, you're also you, that you live in more of a family neighborhood than I do too, though. Yeah. You know? it's, I was surprised I didn't see that many uh, uh, like drunk college kids. You know, I told to my wife, so I'm like, okay, so to get to be clear, you want to go for a walk at night in Hall- at Halloween <laughs> on a Saturday in a university town when there's a global pandemic? She's like, well, just run away if we see anyone. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So during a bright full moon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, sneezle, sneezle, sneezle. So you said you... Uh, pain recently. What's that? Yeah, my allergies have been a little bit of a pain recently. Me too, right? Which feels weird because it's like yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Feels like winter. Yeah, I know. It's it was so weird. We, we, like literally we went from like having to put ice pack on our nuts to like burr, <laughs> turn the heat on in like 2 days. Like what the yeah. hell happened to the fall? Well, it's October. You know, global warming. Uh, yesterday There's no fall or spring anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's all somewhere climate change. That's why we call it climate <laughs> change cuz the the fuckers will get pissed off if you say it's global warming. Why is it so cold? Like you're a fucking moron. Anyway, I mean, uh, I'm uh, I'm not going to really change how I say it for idiots. There's too many idiots <laughs> out there anyway. No matter how fair. you say it, then they'll get it. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I also have a light dust allergy, and we did turn the heat on, and the vents are pretty fucking dusty. But yeah, my wife's yeah, allergies true. have been yeah. going nuts, and I know those are pollen, so I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, plants? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, first I got nervous because, like, she... We, she took some Flonase, and she was just so sniffling. I'm like, you don't have a flu, do you? She's like, no, I really think it's just allergies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had to actually start taking Flonase again, too. Yeah. We have the knockoff. It's not as good. The Flonase is better. I know it's the same yeah. stuff, but I don't know. I think the application tube thing isn't as good. But it was so much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I also went to get my car washed yesterday. It didn't work. Oh, man. Don't... Here's a piece of advice, listeners. If you park your car under a fruit tree a lot, make sure you wipe those fruits off every time they fall, because otherwise, they basically glue to your car. Yeah. And even the car wash can't get them off. I had to wash my car by hand yesterday like a chump. Like I'm trying to send the cheerleading team to regionals or something. Get out of here. <laughs> it's cold. And I didn't... We don't have a hose. <laughs> So I had to keep Oof. like bucket brigading it myself. Uh, I got pretty good. I got it pretty good though. Uh, so what was that? Uh, you said you was it called Factorio? That management sim you were playing a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's a really fun game, but like once it gets to a certain point, my brain like breaks because there's too much going on. Yeah, I've been playing in a management sim myself. It's a couple of years old. Have you heard of Graveyard Keeper? think so it's a it's an indie game it's a i like to describe it as stardew valley on steroids it's like i mean obviously it's called graveyard keeper so the main conceit is that you're running this medieval graveyard 
So you have to like accept the bodies and then like remove the organs, bury them, and like you graveyard gets raided based on like how much the bodies have decomposed before you put them in the ground and stuff. But like that's just one small part of it. Like if you have a nice enough graveyard, you can open the church and then you can give sermons. And in order to give sermons, you have to like write them. So, you know, also you have a farm on your graveyard and you can brew wine. And I just unlocked the cultist dungeon under the church, you know? And <laughs> I guess like the other cool thing about it is like, it's so it plays a lot like, well, it's kind of like Minecraft mixed with Stardew Valley because it's also very much like a crafting game. Like there's so many resources to collect and craft and stuff. And it looks like Stardew Valley, but it doesn't have the cheer and upbeat attitude of either of those. It's very bleak. Like this is a very fucked yeah. up universe where like, for example, I got a quest from the Inquisitor who wanted to host a witch burning. He's like, I need you to bring me burgers from our witch burning. Okay, but I only have access to human corpses, so I made him burgers of human flesh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> There's a donkey that brings you the bodies, but you got to feed it carrots because it goes from being a communist to a terrible capitalist, like, halfway through the game. It's like, I'm not going to work if you don't pay me, and I only take carrots and pay- The donkey talks to you, by the way. <laughs> only take payments and carrots. <laughs> okay. So now I got to get my carrot engine going so I can get more bodies, right? It's crazy. That's such a weird sound. It's like, it's, like, insane. It was overwhelming at first to the point, like, I don't know if I like this, but then, like, I think on Thursday, it just finally clicked, like, I got through... I got far enough to kind of figure out what I had to do, and I just kind of accepted that I had to have the wiki open at all times if I was going to succeed at this game, and now I <laughs> put it down. I just bought the DLC, which the DLC lets you use zombies to automate a lot of your tasks, so that's what oh, I'll be doing funny. all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got a sense of humor, too, you know? Like, you know, it's not just like... It, it, like, it's kind of played for goofs when you deliver the, sure. the human burgers, you know? Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, and I literally can't stop playing it, man. It's buggy. It's buggy, and there's some things I wish were better. You know, did you ever play Minecraft yeah. at all? You know that super annoying thing in Minecraft where like you have to remember which of your chests you put your various stuff in. This game has that same problem. So, uh. Can I just access the inventory? Like, why do you have to limit me? <laughs> this is so annoying. I just want unlimited inventory space, man. Yeah. Uh, that would kind of break the game, though, <laughs> if I could just hold unlimited stuff. Yeah, I mean, in in Minecraft, though, I'd usually put chests like where I need stuff. So, like, I'd put you know chests for uh, metals and ores and shit next yeah. to the foraging. What I started doing in Minecraft was putting signs next to my chest that would yeah, say what was yeah, on. Yeah, that's what lots of people do, yeah. especially if you put it next to a wall because you can just slap it out the sign on the wall. Yeah. I mean, the last time I played Minecraft, I had this... But like, I, I never got, like, that far into the game. Yeah. I'd usually, like, restart another survival by the time I got, like, oh, a yeah. or something. No way. I built, like, this castle. I, t- I converted a mountain into like a seven story castle with a moat and an under like you had to go in under the moat to enter the castle. It was crazy. Wow. And then the next time I played, I built a basically, it was like a glass sky bridge. So like all my stuff was floating way above inside glass. And I had, I believe 12 furnaces in there. 
So that I would just be constantly making more glass, you know. Funny. Yeah. Only survival. I don't know. Fuck the creative mode. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's cool some of the stuff you can do, but like, where's the challenge, you know? <clears throat> where's the challenge? I guess it's, at that point, it's more of just like a, a creation tool than a. Uh, yeah, game. yeah, that's best. Yeah. Do you know they put the Minecraft guy in uh, Smash Bros? I haven't played him yet, but oh, that's funny. Yeah, you have to like collect resources, and they like they. I I heard an interview about it. They like literally went through every stage and decided, okay, if he digs here, that's gonna give him ore. If he digs here, that's gonna give him dirt. You know, like that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. It's fucking crazy. And then, of course, in the tournament mode, you just it cycles through it, so you get whatever it is, dirt, wood, stone, in that order or something. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Oof. Part of me... So, I'm torn, Vito, because, like, I really want a PS5, obviously. I know I've talked about this a lot, but, like, my current dilemma... I mean, I know I'm, I just said I'm, like, deep into Graveyard Keeper, and that's probably going to be, like, at least a week, maybe two more... But, uh-huh. like, all the upcoming games that I want to play, I want to play on PS4, uh-huh. you know? So, like, what do I do? Do I not play them at release? Do I not pay full price for these things? That's blasphemy. <sighs> like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out, like, next week, and I really want to play it because I love Assassin's Creed's games. Oh, you mean PS5? Yeah. What did I say, PS4? I meant yeah. PS5. I meant PS5. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, Valhalla comes out next week, and I really want to play it because I love Assassin's Creed games. But at the same time, like, I can just work on my backlog and wait for the better graphics. But, like, at, when am I going to be able to get a PS5, you know? Like, I'm I mean, not... If you just, oh, go just ahead. get a PC, then you don't have to wait. <laughs> all right, all right. I can't get trophies, man. <laughs> can't get my PlayStation trophies on my PS5. Maybe I should just get a Stadia. I have the internet connection to handle it. I mean, I, I was like, was, I heard that it turned out turned out to be pretty garbage. Yeah, well, it's just like it's it was exactly the. I mean, it's the same thing as like Google Glass and Google Plus. Man, Google like puts their things out, and if they don't immediately hit, they just all right, fuck it, we're not worried about that anymore. And then they'll continue legacy support, and then eventually they'll just shut it off. So like. <laughs> it didn't hit right away because like the pricing model never made sense. Like people don't want to pay to stream stuff, right? People want a subscription streaming service like what yeah. Xbox is doing. They don't want a, a piecemeal pay by item streaming service, right? Mm-hmm. Gamers especially still have this weird sense of ownership over intellectual property. Like if I buy a copy of a game, it is now mine to do with what I want, which is like, okay, I understand that, but like, it's just odd. Like, you know, the, the music industry has transitioned entirely to digital. Why are there there's still so much resistance from gamers? It's just weird. It's, I mean, I know why it's because they are so used to being able to give that, to sell that game to GameStop for 75 cents or whatever. They don't want to give that up, but it's just, it's weird. Did you, uh, I mean, I'm sure you saw that Cyberpunk was delayed again by all of three weeks, yep. but have you seen the community response? No. 
the developers have been getting constant death threats and threats of violence and all this other stuff. And it's just like, that's the kind of stuff that makes me hate video gamers, man. Like, this is why I refuse to call myself a gamer. Even though I play more video games than probably everyone else I know, I could... I mean, if it wasn't for you, everyone except Vito, I'd say I play more video games than all of my friends combined except Vito. Well, but you play more video games than I do. That's true. I do play you a wider variety for sure. I'm but I will never playing. call myself a gamer because the community is so fucking toxic. It's just like... Yeah. And then again, that's kind of an oxymoron calling gamers a community because like, it's a <laughs> bunch of true. different communities. <laughs> and the reason why it's so toxic is because there's a like 10 percent toxic on every one of those communities so you got you have them all together and they're just a bunch of assholes uh, yeah <clears throat> yeah it's one of the reasons i really like the final fantasy 14 community the fun fantasy, well, chill. but it was always notable how friendly and chill they were the whole time you know like there's there is i mean there's toxic ass assholes in every community but like it's yeah unique you know like like final fantasy 14 is the only game where i've seen someone who is performing fine but just being a toxic douchebag get booted from a dungeon you know just for yeah. being a toxic douchebag like yep. wow i've never seen that that's different jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> Especially after coming from WoW, where it's like, yeah, the mean, more toxic it's Rocket are, League for me, <laughs> where Rocket League is the online game I play. And the number of times I've been called like the N word, like that's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, the, I feel like the, the less time you you spend with the people, the more toxic they like are. toxic the community is. So like you know, ten, the ten minute matches of Rocket League or like the. The, like the more anonymous it is, you know, because yeah. like WoW actually was actually still pretty good as a community back in uh, in Classic mm -hmm. because like, yeah, you'd have like the raid leader every now and then who got angry. But the pre reason why like people are still like raiding with him is because, you know, he does his job or whatever. Yeah. But but like because the servers were and I think that's one of the reasons why Final Fantasy 14 is also still pretty good like that is because the servers actually had a um a community on the server mm. whereas like now current world of warcraft they have all the shards and like the cross realm playing mm. and the looking for group and everything and and so like before you had to actually like talk to people and like if you like joined a group and were an asshole then like yeah. it, and, you, and you kept doing it then eventually nobody would invite you to groups because you're on a server with a certain amount of people on it, and eventually everyone would just know your your name, you know. And yeah, that's true. Well, and also I feel like at MMO with it. I mean, it's the MMO content is primarily PVE, right? So okay, yeah. So mom, MMO massively multiplayer online PVE means player versus environment. That means you're not fighting other players. You're combining your powers to fight computer-controlled bad guys, all right? And there's my definition of acronyms of the week. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just feel like that's going to lead to more uh, collaboration just in its general nature than, you know... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. 
a competitive game. But even then, even in like sometimes it's your teammates who just like just get so yeah. pissed off. Yeah, yeah like in uh, League of Legends and stuff. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Woo! Got the snorfly snorflies. Yeah. Yeah, we're bringing back an old feature. We'll call it uh, Joe's Obscure Game of the Week. That'll be Graveyard Keeper. That's my Obscure Game of the Week. There you go. That's really fun. Heavily endorsed. I actually, there's two DLC packs on PS4. I downloaded them both. There's the Zombies (laughs) one, and then there's a different one where you run like a tavern, which I don't even know when I'm going to start that one because I'm so focused right now. Right now, my goal is to uh, generate enough carrots and enough wood so I can start... I can turn that, I can pay the donkey to start bringing me corpses again. So I'll have all the resources I need to either bury or cremate the body. <laughs> Cause I need those skulls to, de- to decorate the dark church for the cultists in the basement. And I need the ash to uh, build a calabrium, which I believe is a fancy way of saying a bunch of burial urns. So <laughs> yeah. Plus I need the skin to make paper. Yeah. And the fat so I'm telling you, this game is like ridiculous. And like my wife was watching me play, and I'm like, all right, now I gotta do this. Oh, it's it's moon day. That means I have to go talk to the astrologer. He wants me to bring him whatever it was, like some acid. Oh, let's go talk to the witch in the woods. She'll teach me the al- the alchemical recipe for acid. And then I gotta do my alchemy station. Oh, I don't have, I need more glass. Time to go smell more glass, you know. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. That's what I mean. Like, it was so easy to get overwhelmed at first. Like, I didn't like it. But once I powered through, it's like, all right. Well, and the thing, anyone who is going to play this game, I don't know if you are, but I'm so into it right now. The thing to always never lose focus on is there is no time limit. You're never going to fail the game. There's no fail state at all. So take your time. Just take your time. There's no need to rush. There's no need to be like, I got to do everything. Oh, Lord, I got to do this. Just pick one thing to focus on at a time. Like, I haven't harvested my crops in weeks. They never wither. They never die. There's no time limit. So just do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. However you want to play the game. Minecraft. I mean, I guess Minecraft is the best comparison here. All right. We have about 40 minutes. I don't really have anything else left to talk about. Yep. I did appreciate, shout out to, oh, I guess shout out to our old friend Steph who got married yesterday. We went to her wedding in Zoom. It was an interesting experience. It's my first ever Zoom wedding. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, congrats to Stephanie. I don't know if you're a listener. And shout out to the 100th episode where I haven't actually timed it, but I believe we spent equal time talking about our show and celebrating it and talking about my calves. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, boy. <clears throat> good times. Good times. Also, listeners, I'm looking to pick up a new washer dryer pretty soon. So, if you have any <laughs> suggestions, let me know. My dryer sucks. Oh, I guess I will end the show. I have a good cat story. My cat has been getting on top of the refrigerator recently, yeah. which is like driving my wife nuts. Because first of all, she like can't really see up there. So the cat is like meowed and scared the shit out of her more than once. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried the trick, the, uh, you know, the tape trick. No. Put double-sided tape on the 
thing you don't want them to jump on and they hate the way it feels on their paws so they won't jump on it anymore. So it hasn't worked because like she would use the stove to get up on the um up on the fridge. So now she just uses the stove at, and like kicks off it right away. Like she doesn't stop there anymore because she's like, I don't like the feeling right. on my paws, but I got to get to the fridge. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. At least it's the, at least it's the elegant cat. It's not the dork that falls off stuff. Right. Like Bahama, I've never, well, I, one time I saw her try to jump from a rolly chair to the table and the chair rolled as she was jumping. So she, <laughs> she got her <laughs> front paws and her face up on the table, but then she fell because obviously she had missed yeah. powered the jump. Unlike her sister, who I once saw fall off the mantle place while chasing her own tail. So like it doesn't really <laughs> bother me when Bahama goes up on top of the fridge. Like I get why R doesn't like it, but and like I'd rather she didn't, but like you can open the fridge and the cat'll just sit on top of the door and kind of swing open and swing back. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> The one that gets me is when she tries to go into the fridge, which she's done more than once. Like, you open the fridge door and she'll just hop in there. It's like, get out, get out of there. I closed the door on her once for like two seconds. She just, when I opened it, she just stared at me like, hi, I'm still here. All right. That did not have the effect I was hoping. <laughs> really, the thing we got to watch out for is we have a pull, like a pull out freezer, and they like to run under it, like when it's pulled out. Oh, uh, please do not go back there. <laughs> yeah. The joys of cats. They have full control over everything. Yep. The other day, Ara was like, we're not, like, because they'll eat. If we bring plants in, they're going to get eaten. And it's like, oh, so she's like, we can't. So she saw, like, a friend of hers at the food bank with, like, a nice bouquet of flowers. She's like, that's a lovely bouquet. I'm not allowed to have flowers anymore. My cats told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking we at actually it have now. a house plant that hasn't been eaten. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're pretty good. I'm looking at the cat now, and she's on top of the hutch, and she has torn a hole in the curtain that lines up exactly with the top of the hutch, and she's now sticking her head through the hole and under the Venetian blind so she can look out the window. <laughs> so Funny. She's basically tunneled her television free. Oh, man. Call it cat TV, the windows. Well, we, Jackson Galaxy calls it cat TV. We stole that from him. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. It's today November 1st. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah we got that is. extra hour. Yeah. Extra hour of sleep. Good times. All right, let's wrap this up. We're out of content. We're all right, all right, all right. Talking about my cats for 10 minutes, that means we're out of content. Hopefully we'll get Christian back next week. Looks like he yeah. had to go buy a dryer today. So that's exciting. That's exciting. We have just been operating with a broken dryer, which it's a pain. Like it shuts itself. So, all right, uh, sure. Let's go on a rant about my dryer for a second. <laughs> we have this washer dryer and like the agitator, which is that big pole in the middle yeah, of the dryer yeah. has snapped off. So like this doesn't really clean the clothes that well. And the dryer, the oh my God, the dryer. The dryer keeps giving me this error code that I looked up. It means one of the buttons is getting stuck, right? So what I have to do is, like, call somebody to replace that front panel. But, like, <clears throat> the button that is getting stuck is, like, how loud do you want the alarm? And for some oh, fucking funny. reason, when that error goes off, the dryer just shuts down. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, 
that is such a useless button. So like there's really two options and like it's such an intermittent problem that like we've kind of just been dealing with it. Right. So like usually what I'll do is I'll hang out down there for 10 minutes and every time it shuts itself off, I'll restart it and restart it and restart it. But I've noticed when I do that, it doesn't get hot enough anymore. So like nothing gets dry. So it's to the point right now where like we, I looked on Prime Day and nothing was good and I'm trying to wait for Black Friday sales to get a washer dryer set, but it's to the point where like how many we're at the point where like how many rounds can we go before we really need to do the laundry? And then when you do the laundry, it's like what level of dampness is acceptable? You know, it's like is that bad? <laughs> yeah. That's rough. I looked up laundry services cuz there's services you can pay to do your laundry for you, but it's $30 a load. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not that much of a baller. <laughs> oh. Love, love, love your wife. All right. Anyways, that's the tale of my laundry woes. Let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening to episode 101 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. And we'll see you in the next week. Sweet. Sweet.